with sound. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Andicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And it's been a long, long time since we did one of these. A quick take! For those of you that have forgotten what this is, this is a little <laughs> update on our personal lives, things we've been listening to as regards to media, music, movies, stuff like that. And just to sort of relax and just talk um, and catch up. Uh, the last time we did this was in May, which is a really long time ago. Um, <laughs> and I think the reason why we're kind of like lacking on this is because we were trying to be mindful and respectful to like the certain situations that are happening today. You know, Black Lives Matter movement, um, COVID and things like that. We don't want to like clog uh, the sort of atmosphere with already our weekly episodes. So we, we try to refrain from doing these and uh, doing Tuesday episodes. Um, but as of now, we're still we're still showing reverence to that movement, showing reverence to the COVID movement. Not movement, but like the whole pandemic that's happening. I don't know why I said movement. Um, and by the way, it's been a while since we like recorded one of these and recorded in general. So um, good luck understanding what we're saying. Um, but Carmela, how have you been lately? I guess I could ask. Well, since May, um, I'm still living with my friend, and I have not dislocated anything else. <laughs> thank God. My knee Good on has. You. <laughs> my knee has basically fully healed um and that's actually yeah. a good update because i had, i've never asked you about that thing again <laughs> i'm so glad you're you okay care about me. <laughs> i knew you didn't say that but i totally forgot you did that because it was such a like, okay. sudden thing but i'm glad you're doing better <laughs> i'm glad your knee's doing better <laughs> yeah i i kind of forgot it happened to like because it like there's no pain or anything there's no like scar so like once it got better i like just kind of moved on with my life you know i've taken on some freelance projects so that's cool um since may i like didn't i didn't work up until like maybe the middle of this month so i had a very very relaxing time um really took advantage of the time in between just to like you know deal with everything going on mentally emotionally and yeah i thought it would be i thought it was time to you know get back out there in terms of like doing finally producing some work um i've also been more like productive i guess for like my side projects so Mm -hmm. that's cool how was that how was that little i guess i don't want to call it break but like how was that little time you weren't working honestly like it was it was good like i think i really needed it especially coming from like a place where i had like a crazy nine to five like you know and like it even went beyond like a nine to five hours like i worked for like a place where it was like pretty demanding to be like present and like alert and constantly working all the time um and even though i lived out in la like that it was kind of like i was like around my job like everywhere all the time 24 7 so i think having that break even though it was like super drastic and it came about in probably the worst way and via a pandemic um I think it was like really valuable to like also for me to like rethink about like what I actually like want to do moving forward with my career um, among like, you know, the BLM movement and like, you know, capitalism, all those things, like all of those things had a factor in like um, helping me and current, I'm still currently trying to figure out too. So I think that time was very valuable. Yeah. I think it's crazy 
one that like when you step back from your NFI, you kind of like I get not see clearly, but you kind of like have a lot less clutter in your life, and it's somewhat like refreshing. And it's yeah. crazy too to hear you like talk about how like during this time you're able to redirect yourself to like somewhere you want to be, apart from just like trying to find a job with money. Um, and especially with everything that's going on, I know that sort of influenced you and helped you like rethink what you're doing with your life and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. which is so crazy to me. Um, and like apart from that too, like even when you were kind of going through the motions when you were off the job, you kind of like told me what you did day, day by day and it seemed really nice. Like you kind of like took care of yourself. You like kind of just relaxed, played video games just like that. I was like, wow, that's, really, that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, you were jealous. I was um, like, wow, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, okay, we're out here slaving away. <laughs> but um, Josh, tell me about your current situation because oh, I think those things have kind of changed. <laughs> my current situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I am also unemployment gang you know Woo! represent yeah finally, jo- finally joined it <laughs> um i think uh the craziest thing about that is that like it wasn't even code related um yeah. and it was more of like maybe a disgruntled employee maybe like the practices that my business were doing but essentially they're shut down because of like that what the FDA thought we were doing and what we might have been doing. I'm not entirely sure because I didn't. I don't like work that part of the end. Um, but essentially, they have like us, like us, like cases of whether it's selling to minors or selling the, selling certain products that we shouldn't be selling anymore because things like in the vaping industry, a lot of things change really rapidly. So sometimes it's hard to keep up with that, and I'm, I don't know if that's like something that's very very popular within the vape industry that people just kind of sell whatever they sell. Um, but essentially the FDA ordered a whole ass FD, like whole ass, like cease and desist of our company. And there's yeah. going to be this giant lawsuit and giant like court date that my company has to represent themselves for. Um, and essentially, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially like, uh, my, my boss pretty much said like, look, we can't do anything. Like, obviously we have to shut down everything. So there's no work for any of us. Um, essentially what he said (laughs) um it was very very surprising and very heartbreaking um not heartbreaking but very very like shocking that's a better word yeah you you worked there for a while yeah i think how how long i worked there for three years um and i think the the best thing about it happening like this is that like i didn't get laid off for what i was doing like i wasn't getting laid off for like my performance or anything yeah i was laid off because of unseen unseen circumstances and like i'm a lot I feel a lot better with that because like i feel like totally. those three years i put like a lot of time and energy it might have been my best but like at the same time it's stuff that like i learned through and i was trying to like help the company as much as i can even though they weren't necessarily caring about me or helping me as much as they could um and that's sort of like the headspace i was at or i'm still at is that like i'm just happy that like it wasn't mean that it wasn't something that I did that I that like had me let go. Yeah. Um, it's a bad feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's just things I couldn't control. And it, it just sucks too. Cause three years is a lot. And like, just like uprooting and leaving out of nowhere is, is a weird feeling. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess I don't want to say this was the best time this would happen, but honestly, like with everything also like up in the air, it's like, kind of it didn't make it feel better that you were laid off in this way not like in 
in a state where things were normal? I I think yes and no. Um, I think like the fact that I was laid off during the pandemic, it I don't have that much pressure on me as regards to like finding a job, finding income. I'm more of just like going through the motions right now. Um, <clears throat> and like I was thinking like, oh, what if like if the pandemic wasn't here and I was just laid off out of nowhere? I think it hit me more because now I have to like yeah. hit the ground running w- uh, as mm-hmm. regards to like having this like grace period to figure things out and just see what happens. Um, so I guess like it is kind of like a blessing in disguise. Um, and also a fun thing that happened after I got laid off, like my gout started flaring up in my ankle, which oh, means like, I essentially cannot walk. I couldn't walk for about four Damn. days. Um, it's feeling better now. And like, I had blood work done and like I have to, I essentially have to j- like change up my whole diet now. Um, so, because so? like the uric acid in my blood is very high, which causes these gout flare up and stuff like that. Um, and my doctor also saw that like I have elevated cholesterol levels, I have elevate like elevated like fat in my blood and stuff like that. Um, so like now I'm just trying to figure out or trying to like transition myself into. A vegetarian-based diet, <gasps> like I could still, I could still eat meat. <laughs> I could still eat meat and stuff like that, but um, I'm You're trying like to like be limiting as much as I can. I'm trying to like lose weight as well. Yeah. Um, especially with not having a job, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a schedule to like skate or do something active. Yeah. Um, but Dang, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. And also, it's, it's like it's also like a blessing in disguise too, because if I wasn't laid off. It was the, mm-hmm. the week after I got laid off that I got my gout attack, so, like, I wouldn't be able to go to work, so it's kind of like a, a win-win kind of... Yeah, things kind of happened, like, right after the other. It was like, okay, like, you got laid off, and now you can finally focus on, like, your health and your body and, yeah. like, make that kind of change. Dude, that's crazy timing. Right? I just, like... It's, it's weird. That's, that's crazy. That's, uh... I don't know, man. There's I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, when it's, like, super random, it doesn't really matter, but that's crazy but i'm yeah i'm happy for you and like i'm excited for your journey to a healthier and better lifestyle (laughs) to a less happy food life (laughs) no more gout (laughs) i know that's the thing like that's the main like outlook i'm trying to look at it because like it sucks having gout like it was so much pain and like it was never off so hopefully that'll help me with that and also just my health in general yeah um but yeah, this has been like it's like quick changes a week after week. Um, yeah, what have you, uh, what have you eliminated or kind of limited so far? And when when did you start? Sorry, I literally I'm started just, like I'm so curious. I, <laughs> I started like two days, and I already kind of broke it this weekend because like oh my God. Sophia's family was doing something great for dinner. My mom made something for dinner, and like oh. today we're out and we got something for dinner, like lunch. But like obviously, I'm still aware of it. Um, and I'm I'm gonna meal prep soon and make sure that like I'm consuming mm, what I want to consume dang. now and then. Yeah. Meal prep. <laughs> Josh meal prepping. I meal prepped for work before okay, when I was okay, keto whatever. and stuff. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did keto. I forgot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's a lot. Like a lot of was happening. Like I, that changed. My diet changed. With my your job body changed. Yeah. And your job. <laughs> well, it's yeah. I'm like really happy for like the time that you're gonna get to like like cherish and like spend with yourself in your space and just like chill and figure it out and like yeah there's really like you said this pen like because things it happened during this pandemic there's kind of like no not really that much pressure to like hurry up and find a new job um and i think 
I feel like we should have felt that way even if there wasn't a pandemic like and that's just the product of you know like our society capitalism expectations and capitalism consumerism (laughs) green lose your job gotta find a new one or else what (laughs) you'll starve I know Um, seriously yeah I think it's I don't know right now though like the past couple weeks I haven't been like super motivated (laughs) like I feel like no that's totally normal heavily (laughs) de-inspired I feel like shitty a lot of the days i don't know it's weird no no no. that's totally normal and like i feel like when you do go through that like just like sit in it and like don't punish yourself i think i think the worst thing is to punish yourself right now for feeling like you're not making something you're not producing you're not like moving or whatever but yeah like last week i felt like really sad because i didn't like make anything new and then the week before i was hella productive and then at at some point last week i was like you know what like it's okay i'm just gonna chill like it's totally fine no one's like pressing on my back <laughs> being like hey bro make something today you know um so yeah i think it's it is better to like you know just care about yourself and love yourself <laughs> and you know take it easy yeah I don't know, because, like, I, like, whenever I think about, like, designing something, I kind of, like, kind of sigh. and like, oh, like, do I have to do... Like, kind of, like, uh, I feel bad about that because it's, like, it's my job to do so. And, like, especially with, like, with running, like, typical, I'm supposed to, like, release something really soon, but the marketing stuff for it, oh. like, I'm hella lagging on because, like, <laughs> I have no inspiration to, like, what like what I'm going to do with it. And, like, it's, it's hard to figure that out. Plug, plug, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> plug, um, plug. Um, I was gonna say, like, during this time, too, like, this is, like, tied to me figuring out, like, what I kind of, what I want to do moving forward. Like, I've, yeah, I've, like, thought about, like, a lot of very deep existential stuff in regards to being a designer, what it means to be a designer, and, like, um, I'm still figuring that out, and I'm still figuring out, like, what type of designer I want to be, and, like, why do, and, like, asking, like, why do I want to do this and like what what like drives me to move forward and then just learning learning those like indicators and then like whenever I do feel that spark of inspiration and just kind of like running with it and then paying attention to when you do feel demotivated and figuring out like what you can do to like you know ease the pressure and ease like I don't know taking it easy on yourself but at the same time like not punishing yourself for like i guess not making anything and there's like a bit of imposter syndrome constantly being a designer too you're like am i good enough is this even cool like am i just like like am i just making this up like am i just copying someone or something like that um yeah you're gonna i think you're gonna have a lot of those thoughts and like i think that'll be like an eternal struggle as i think creatives or as designers but you know i think i think we'll be more equipped to deal with those emotions later on now that you know you're kind of you kind of have time to face them i think how did you get out of like the funk of like not doing anything did it sort of just like kind of happen or like did you like actually push yourself to like do something on the computer or something like that how did you like okay. actually get out of the show you something no <laughs> we're I'm gonna show you something this is a podcast something. i can't see no. it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna describe it okay okay so okay so last week when i was in a funk 
and I get in a funk like every other week. I'm like trying to track my funk. Okay. okay. So, so yeah, I got like really like track your funk. It sounds it. like a STD. <laughs> <laughs> Can't sorry, find your phone. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So I realized that my funk. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it a funk. My funk is tied to like um, anxiety and like lack of energy, and both of those things mixed together is like a lack of motivation to like do anything, absolutely anything. Um, and so there, I drew this triangle. Okay, I don't. You probably can't see it that well, but. I figured out that that I'm mainly in like three states of mind and I can only have two out of these three. So there's anxiety, energy, and creativity, okay? So, what, hold, on, so hold on, wait, how is this working? So can you explain this to me, how this works? Okay, so I realized as a designer <laughs> that I function in three states, okay? The three states are anxiety, creativity, and energy, and as I function, I can only have two out of those three. Okay, so you can never I have three. What happens if you have three? You can't have all three. Why you not? just can't. Uh, who <laughs> who decides impossible. that? I do. Oh, <laughs> wow, deep. Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> okay, so when I have creativity and energy, that's like the peak. That's like the peak of productivity. That's when I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna make this shit and put it out. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. But when I have anxiety and low energy that is like that is like the bottom that's like rock bottom i don't do anything for that week which was last week and but if i have anxiety and creativity i don't produce anything but i do have like ideas and so when that happens i just like write them down on paper until i finally have the energy to produce them Wow, the wild card of it. I was like, "What's gonna happen? Anxiety and creativity. What happened? Those mix, and then the wild card. Wow, wild card out of nowhere. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that that took me some time to figure out. So <laughs> I don't know what your triangle or square or circle is gonna look like, but my rhombus. It's actually a rhombus. <laughs> your rhombus. There's like six sides. <laughs> um, but I do recommend like. I guess, or it was helpful for me to like write things down just so that I can like be more aware of what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. And then like kind of try and figure out how to like, not necessarily solve like the funk because I think it's inevitable. And I think it's like your body telling you, you need to like rest basically. Um, So it's just basically helpful for me to like be aware of it not feel bad about myself and then just go through it kind of thing yeah i mean that's a really good mentality not only for designers but for everyone that like that might have lost their job or just feel weird during this time in general because i know it's like it's a very weird time being in a pandemic staying inside or if you're out and about it's very empty you can't really socialize so i kind of understand that like a lot of people may be in this funk regardless if you're creative or not so that's a very good i know it's like mindset to be in is sort of like step back and take the resting time you need um and just sort of realize what you need to do from there and hopefully when you get out of that funk you start to be productive again and i think that's a really good message not only for designers but for everyone else wow what did you learn <laughs> um <Good guy. laughs> as a grad like the sort of time that i haven't been doing like the time that i am sort of just floating by i have been redoing my room very very wow. like drastically and i'm pretty wow. stoked about it 
um what does it look like what did you change it looks different um let's see i, I can't do i describe it to you i don't know <laughs> just describe um, it i mean i was your bed was your bed like against the wall now it's in the middle of the room or well my bed okay so i had a I had, there's my wall right i had okay. my nightstand my bed nightstand now oh, i okay. pushed my bed all the way to the wall okay added a new bed frame to it it's kind of lower wow and then i added okay. like a, a bigger nightstand to my left side to compensate uh-huh. for the two nightstands i took out oh um, and then i got so you bought new furniture too yeah i bought i got, like did the whole thing i got new wow. furniture so um and then on my wall my front wall i took out my old dresser um and got a new one that has more drawers and it's like lower and longer yeah um, you had a tall one right yeah now it's like short and like long long wow um, did you put your tv on it my tv is on my wall so I'm oh it's mounted yeah, yeah 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 and then um i'm gonna get new sh- i have new shelves i'm gonna move my l-shaped table that has all my like knickknacks and stuff i'm gonna yeah. move that to the shelf and put it like where i'm at right now and then i'm gonna move my desk over there to the l desk and get a new desk as well um, oh so you're moving your desk by the wind closer to the window yes 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 wow. yes yes yeah it, it is nice yeah. having natural light <laughs> <laughs> and it's just nice too because um it's a lot less clutter now and if i feel does it feel of, more open yeah if i feel if it's more open i feel more i don't know how, how i i don't know how i feel but i felt like more clear in a sense because like, yeah i know it's totally like, it's almost therapeutic like getting rid of these old stuff and making things function better in your room in your space um so that's been really fun and then i've also been like fixing up my computer that i got from work because when um before I, like when i got laid off as i was signing papers and stuff and i asked my supervisor like oh can i have my like computer like what are you going to do with it and he's yeah. like you know what you could take it you've been here for three years <laughs> so he gave me my computer that i worked on um nice and i've been like upgrading that and like I got a new keyboard, like new fancy Whoa, keyboard for it. Damn, it replaced the hard you. drive. <laughs> Dang. I know. I'm like, it's it's wow. so it's so dumb, but at the same time, it makes me so happy. <laughs> like, I don't know, like it's. Oh, no, that's a big deal. Yeah, like I was just like when I first got my keyboard, I was like just playing with it because it sounds different from a regular keyboard. I got a new keyboard too. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but like when i first got it i was like s- just pressing it and i was getting really happy and i know it's kind of dumb but it's like the little victories little well, things you know <laughs> you, that just means you didn't you didn't really buy it you didn't treat yourself the right way back then you know they're finally doing it <laughs> but yeah that's um I've but that's cool that. mm-hmm. yeah you're like kind of prepping like you're the space that you're probably going to be in for a little bit for like more comfort and more like i guess like because you'll probably be doing whatever work you're going to do um in this space now too so that's cool it's very exciting yeah are you gonna repaint your walls or keep it i'm probably gonna keep it that's where like i was thinking about that but like it's so much work to do that because you literally have to take out every little thing yeah. <laughs> and like um another update that happened is that my brother's fiance moved into his room <gasps> so like there's even less space up here and and like it's even more compact so like even if i did that we wouldn't be able to like walk around in the stairway like we yeah, have to like <laughs> jump over things and stuff um and I, i'm kind of wow. happy with my walls even though it makes my room dark but it's fine yeah um, is your yeah. is there your new furniture light a lighter color or is yeah I, that's what color? i got like the f- new furniture is literally white because like oh, <laughs> I need to, oh like, wow okay. brighten up the room a little bit yeah that contrast the color <laughs> yeah 
it's funny. Mm-hmm. But it's been f- it's, it's actually been pretty fun doing like both Josh improvement and my computer build and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your internal and external. Yeah, yeah. Um, me diving into even more consumerism and capitalism. <laughs> oh my God. That's what makes you happy, you know. It's, it's what's oh out there. I mean. At this point, we're living in a consumer or capitalist society. You do what you got to do to survive for now. You know, we can't change the model overnight. But I think, obviously, like, changing your small habits will go, like, a long way. Like, shopping more sustainable brands, shopping a little less than you did before. No more fast fashion. No more fast fashion! Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like how when you said, like, we can't dismantle the system overnight, you, like, squinted your eyes. Like, you're, like, like like, trying to scheme something or you know something's gonna happen soon. You're like, yeah, we can't dismantle overnight, but... That's funny. But I got it. You know, we can't dismantle. But wink, wink, wonk, wink, wink. <laughs> tell you something. You know, can't dismantle overnight. But I can try. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me if I try, though. <laughs> um, but yeah. Other than that, I um, you know, I welcome you to the unemployment <laughs> journey. Very excited to see what you put out the next few months or whatever. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the employment train. Uh, <laughs> um, you'll find on the right are the pamphlets, and on the left you'll um, refreshments. You'll need to sign in. You know. <laughs> Make sure you put your email address, phone number, so we can contact. Um, but yeah, I, uh, personally though, you've been doing really good on your Instagram and releasing stuff. Um, I've been really liking it, and I've been. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, wow. She's actually she's really doing really good. She's killing it. She's killing it. <laughs> Yeah, I like, um, what's it called? Really cherish that I have this time to finally like actually cr- make stuff that I want to make. And yeah, I've been it's been getting noticed by like um, my peers, and it's really nice. Um, yeah, I think I don't know if it's because I was productive on like my IG that my old art director contacted me to do some work. If it was, I think it might have been a factor. Um, but it definitely helped and like i think things are happening in succession for a reason kind of thing um but that's not to say that if you don't feel productive like you know don't punish yourself at the same time too um but yeah i am like really enjoying like kind of like cultivating whatever kind of style i'm like exploring and like um i think in the early months of like blm it was like really motivating to like put stuff out to like I don't know as a designer I was like how can I help like how can I just like express what I can and like it was like in a way therapeutic for me to like kind of express what I had been feeling like um during those times via like a design um and now like you know our mindset has shifted to more so like you know just keeping up with the movement and just like holding on to those habits long term there's like not really an urgency to like of like send out like very emotional like emotionally charged messages really um and so at that at this point i was like trying to figure out what to make next and like i think i've just figured that i'm just gonna keep exploring like new techniques and new styles and like not not gonna like pressure myself to like put out anything because i also like had a i had a moment where i didn't want 
to like just design something for like I didn't want it to seem like I was doing it for clout and yeah because I was yeah. like riding the wave of the movement or something um I want I didn't want to seem like that I just wanted to do it just to do it honestly and like I hope no one I hope no one was like oh she's just putting things out because like she's gonna get like likes or something like that but um but yeah I didn't want that so I'm also it's like a weird like cautious like decision to like make whatever I'm gonna make next but um but I am like well informed so if it does if if it feels right it's gonna be right if it doesn't feel right then I won't yeah I guess we never like actually talked about or the sort of hap- the months that happened with BLM and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But when that did happen, like I was also inspired and sort of pushed and angry to create something. Even like people from high school that knew that I was a designer, like hit me up. We're like, yo, I kind of want to make something because like this whole movement is really inspiring me. And like, I want to make something because like I'm getting really tired of this and like tired of the system and stuff like that. It's just crazy that like that, that's that the movement kind of like pushed an old friend who's is still a really good friend of mine of course but it was just like random to hear from him and ask him like yeah. oh want to design something for me um and like i was also pushed to create too like i made a shirt for mm-hmm. the movement and everything like that and i i sort of was in the same boat as you as well like as i was creating it i was just sort of like am i doing this for the right things like am i just trying to get the cloud as well or like what am i what am i actually doing this but like i think regardless of like what people may think i'm still trying to help the cause regardless like all those profits that came from that shirt went to like a foundation um and it, it's helped it in that way and i know like it's that's a very very important thing to realize too is that like are you making something for the movement just because you know it's going to get a lot of attention or are you doing it for the right causes and i think it was just so interesting to see like different companies sort of step up and try and yeah. do their own thing like yeah it's just so crazy because like they do all this like this work and like make sure they are with the times with the movements but like their past says otherwise and it's so interesting to see people expose the companies that like use this time to advertise their shit and like to to gain clout or like you know be in tune with the times it's so interesting to see like the exposure like oh one company does this and like i would see a tweet under that like a bunch of things they did that like would yeah. contradict their stance and it's so it's like, interesting you mean to see this? yeah like uh, <laughs> is this you like it's just like <laughs> yeah. a bunch of things that they did like that were wrong and that's so interesting and, and fun to see especially like now as the aftermath is happening not the aftermath but like now that it's not quote-unquote trendy or something that's on the news feeds 24 7 it's still mm-hmm. cool to see that like a lot of people are still in the movement and still being aware of like certain movements and certain things that happen in, th- in this country and i'm really happy about that because like i at the same time i also get to inform myself and educate myself with these certain things that happen and make sure i'm not supporting the wrong things or not going for the wrong things and stuff like that and it's yeah. cool to see that happen and it's cool to see this strong push for blm and even like the pandemic as well trying to get our country like in the right spot because right mm-hmm. now it feels like we're like last in place for like trying to recover. I feel like everyone's just <laughs> yeah. looking at us is like that United States there they'll they'll catch up, but you know <laughs> it's kind of like this weird thing. Um, last in place. That's like, a good yeah, way to put it. You know, you're you'll get here, but you know it'll take you longer. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, also, it's interesting to hear you talk about how like once you sort of like got off your full time job, you kind of had a different mindset as regards to creating personally. And, like, I just want to talk about how, like, in 
Cal Poly in college, like we were kind of trained to like work for your work and work for yourself. Like it's so that sounds so like much at like so much and it is so much like i remember our teacher was talking about how like how do you guys feel after work do you guys keep designing and everyone's like no we get off our computers we like rest we want to like chill out we don't really have anything that we want to create after work he's like well that's a very unfortunate because whenever i'm done with work i do more work for myself and like i was just like what do you mean like, I was like why are you t- why are you telling us this like it's so much work that like and like that's the last thing i want to do after working on the computer is like try and push myself to personally create something um that's just me like i'm sure people are like (laughs) machines with this but like at the same time like there's a point in time where you're gonna break and it's not gonna be a good thing like you need to like take some time for yourself and the fact that we were taught to like produce after we produce is so crazy because like (laughs) damn like can we just like get a break (laughs) (laughs) yeah um thank you for bringing this up because I don't think we ever really talked about our education. So for those of you who don't know, Josh and I graduated from Cal Poly Pomona, the graphic design program um, back in 2016. And yeah, I think, I think the teachers we had um, were like really good, like industry professionals. And like, I think the only thing is that they were sort of like prepping us for like the quote unquote real world. They were, like prepping like one type of person or one type of creative um i don't think that it was like that type of teaching was inclusive for you know every like a lot of different types of like people and different types of habits like because you said um like you said there's like people who need more rest or need more downtime to like finally get the motivation to do something and then there's other people who are like crazy machines who could like literally put out like right after they like have an eight-hour workday they still have energy and yeah I think that I wish we were like I wish we knew like I guess back then we wish we were taught that it's okay if you're not a crazy working machine in order to be successful um, you can still be successful and still like be passionate about what you're doing if like you're not like drawing or you're not designing every single day yeah that's a really good point like they are kind of like grooming us to be this like machine and and business happy people that like produce when we want to produce and like it's stuff like that like even with like different classes i would go in and and like the introduction like the first day they'd be like oh some of you aren't going to be successful like some of you aren't going to be like the (laughs) best designers i'm like why am i even here like why why are you telling me this like i think it's just like for you to give me the tools and push me towards that direction not just like show me the front door essentially and I, I get it like i get that they're like that like there might be a chance that like i might not make it or someone else might not make it and that it's because of our productivity or whatever but like it's it's exactly showing like the different like per, like personalities of working like they want us to be like a workhorse apart from like someone that wants to focus on their style someone that wants to focus on their drawing like i know a lot of the times like they wanted you to be this like Swiss army knife, but like the yeah. people that I, that I kind of loved during our classes were the people that have their style and kept their style. Like mm-hmm. I, I always remember those people and I always like, whenever I look at their Instagram, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad they're still doing this. Cause like, it's still, it's, it looks really nice. It's, it's, it's them and it's what they want to do. And I always like respected them the most for like keeping their style and keeping their, like their personality with it. Um, 
and yeah even going through the program that's sort of why i started typical is because like i didn't feel good enough to almost make it in the real world or i didn't feel good enough as a creative and in general and like that's what pushed me to to make that brand is to sort of like express how i felt about being a creative and being someone that's in love with like streetwear and how i feel about streetwear and stuff like that so like i guess like it's a blessing in disguise as regards <laughs> like how i felt at the time but like still it's just a crazy mentality that we were we were kind of trained during yeah. that time yeah i and i don't know if it was like just that particular program in that particular school i'm not i don't know how other art programs are like um i think it's safe to say that most of them groom you for like the industry for a very like what's it called like hard like you know cut industry that's like you know if you either make it or you don't um and i wish that i guess in the future or i don't know how if it's like improved or changed i hope slash wish that it's become like a type of program that is more focused on like actually cultivating the skills that you're interested in interested in slash that you have you know not just like trying to make you one type of designer which was basically learn how to do everything but not <laughs> learn how to do everything but not be good at one thing because yeah like after working in like two different companies over the last three years like it is valuable to be good at a lot of different things but it's, it also really depends on like your position. If you want to be that type of designer who wants to do everything, you want to work for a company that allows you to wear a bunch of different hats. And some people don't want that. <laughs> some people want to specialize and you know, they don't teach you, they don't like, um, they don't really teach you to like specialize or they, they didn't really value it in my opinion yeah i mean i feel like um there are obviously worse places that have like a hard even more hard-ass program than ours and i it yeah. does sound like we're kind of whiny but like at the same time it's sort of like what we see now and like how we feel about like how we were we were taught and then how we feel now like i know like there's a lot of programs that people heard of like it's even even more harder and stuff like that but it's just like what we see now it's kind of like it's the it's what we see as regards to like what we were taught and also like the real world as well as like them to like want someone that's always a working horse that doesn't give a crap about anything else but working <laughs> and sort of the again the idea of capitalism and how mm -hmm. we have to like keep running in this like money race and like keep chasing the, the the money as much as possible yeah but honestly i did not become a designer for the money so i like totally knew that moving like moving forward i was like i didn't do it for the monies <laughs> for sure i mean if you did want to earn a ton of money you would go into marketing that's where the big bucks yeah are. also true i don't think anyone's like i want to i want to be rich i'm gonna be a designer i don't think anyone has that <laughs> mindset of like this is where no. the money is <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i still value all in all i still value the education that i got i just you know wish some things were different but it's okay i guess we eventually learned via working in the real world um but yeah i think we're are you also in a place where you want to figure out what you want to do moving forward with your career and not you're not really sure um i'm still not really sure like i'm still kind of floating and like i'm not trying to pressure myself as regards to like what i want to do next because like i just like got like go so i'm not just trying to like lost my yeah. job, <laughs> what do you mean what else i'm gonna do i'm gonna do nothing 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm just sort of floating, trying to figure out, um, trying to push what I could push and create what I want to create and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, th- as you're saying, like I, of course, appreciate being in Cal Poly and being taught that stuff. And the professors that were there were really nice and they didn't like just do nothing. They kind of helped us and pushed us in the right direction. Um, and I know that like other schools may have it tougher and I'm glad that like I wasn't in that school. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so apart from uh, like all <laughs> the hard heavy stuff, is there anything else that like you want to talk about that's sort of like light? Anything in the media? Anything that like, I don't know, anything you want to talk light? about? yeah sure um let's talk about my skin so (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) we can talk about your skin (laughs) i'm just kidding um i was telling josh earlier before we were recording that we were trying to find things to talk about some light topics or whatever yeah because like all the topics we've been talking about are so heavy like it's (laughs) like it's unloading process so we're like uh what else should we talk about Um, yeah, and I mentioned my skin, you know, I've been putting on sunscreen every day and, you know, my complexion has greatly improved. My skin was fine before, you know, it wasn't like bad. I like am blessed with not that bad skin. I don't have like cystic acne or anything like that. I only, my routine is like very minimal. It's just like a cleanser and moisturizer and now sunscreen. So that's pretty much it. Um... But yeah, you know, for everyone out there, I think everyone can benefit from <laughs> sunscreen. Please apply sunscreen. sunscreen every day, especially even if you're indoors. Apply it because the sun still filters through. There's different types of light that hits your skin. You're going to thank me later because skin cancer is real. <laughs> skin ca- yeah, skin cancer is real. That's a lot of people were thinking joke. it was fake. Yeah, people thought skin cancer was fake. I'm glad you... Uh, <laughs> opened up the watch it sound stance on skin cancer and whether it's not it's a hoax or real i'm glad you know you're welcome everyone who didn't know that josh i want to see a better complexion next week you better get your sunscreen (laughs) apply it you'll be working by the window soon so okay yeah oh yeah definitely Mm -hmm. get some see this this is golden hour right here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, I, your face was fine beforehand. I don't even know what he's... Okay, uh, it's even better now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. You know, I'm glad you feel, you know, you're confident. I feel it. Your skin does look good. I didn't see a problem with it beforehand. <laughs> I didn't do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Did it for myself. Uh-huh. No, this is your dream, Dad. <laughs> um, But thank you. Anyways, that's... That's like the only lighthearted thing I have going on. Um, one lighthearted thing, you? one lighthearted thing that I could talk about is um, me and my friends actually started a book club. So wow. yeah, it's been pretty fun because like I I was kind of like getting back into reading and sort of like just reading different books that I wanted to read, like Catching the Rye, um, Animal Farm, and stuff like that. Um, but my friend asked me to if we wanted if I wanted to do it. I was like, yeah, we should. And this is also a good time that like we could also just talk to other people <laughs> and socialize yeah. in that space. Um, but we've been reading nice. books too, and it's cool to talk about it. Um, we read our first book was The Alchemist, which we kind of wow, that's a great went book. through. Really, you liked it? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you read? It is a thing. When did I read it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a book you have to read at the right time of your life. Well, I read it like during college so i was like you know it's like a weird transition period where you're trying to figure out who you are and what you want to do so it was like a really good book to read then 
Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was a fine book, but like, uh, like fine the common senses, like senses with that book was kind of like we should have read it when we were younger. Um, yeah. And then right now, what we're reading is um, Ready Player One, which I've read before, it's but like fun. I know my friends wanna, my friends wanted to read it and see what happens, and it's pretty fun reading it again and also seeing their reactions because it's kind of like yeah. watching a movie and seeing how they feel about it. So it's, it's been really fun. Um, and like talking about what happens in the book and stuff is really fun as well. And like what they think is going to happen or how close they are with that. Um, do you have yeah. like, do you guys have like deadlines for when you finish the book? Yeah, we have like um, different chap, like different amount of chapters we need to finish before the time we meet up, which is every Wednesday. Um, wow, and that's kind of where legit. we're at. Yeah, <laughs> it is pretty schedule. legit. Because like uh, one of the reasons why my friend started it was because like he wanted to have some sort of like accountability like we can't just yeah. like just read however much for however long so he wanted to do that and sort of create the system where we read these books in a in the right time in a uh, efficient time for us to like talk about it and stuff like that um yeah but it's been pretty fun this book in particular like it's a really good book so like a lot of the people are like we want more chapters we want to read more and like so we're almost done with it we started like maybe last month and we're almost done um wow. yeah and it's pretty fun rereading it. It's a really good book. Are you gonna watch the movie after? Oh yeah, so, yeah. So that's why Sophia like bought the the projector. So one, she could watch a movie with her friends in her backyard. But also two, like once we finish this book, we want to watch it all together and like, see how it is. She got a real book. festival going. Yeah, she on. got it. So by Southwest Damn. coming to her house soon. She has a schedule too. <laughs> got different audiences rolling in every night god damn she got different audience she got like different like food ideas she's got it all figured out she's like she's running with it she's really like she's like yeah i want merch i was like merch like what do you mean merch i want merch merch. you should totally design it so cute i was thinking about us maybe we should do merch um but yeah so 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 yeah it's cool that she's doing that and like the book club too has been really nice because like i haven't been talking to anyone other than you and sophia so it's nice to like have these oh, i'm freaking sorry <laughs> sorry we're enough for you because <laughs> i saw these zoom meetings and like to talk about things and like just to no, talk yeah, about the books and stuff it's really awesome um uh what are you guys reading next um we're not sure i know like there are a book that i want to read there's a book that sophia wants to read um so the book that sophie wants to read is called cherry it's gonna be a movie soon actually with tom holland as his main actor and he's supposed to be like this drug dealer so it's interesting to see tom holland in that that role (laughs) yeah i was like what the heck was this that's interesting um the book i want to read is called uh the celestine prophecy which is like i heard is an adult version of the alchemist um and it's like a it's a must read for a lot of people so i'm like hmm, maybe we should read it um but yeah that's sort of what's on the docket with that and sort of the light heart light hearted talk um because we even like we even like we even tried talking about like what's new in media what's new in like movies music and we don't know shit like we we have not been yeah we have not been catching up nor has there been anything exciting happening like music i barely barely even listen to music anymore but there are a couple albums that are coming out too which i'm excited for movies literally all pushed back <laughs> literally nothing was released. yeah everything's been pushed back everything's been canceled no movies it's okay you know things it is unfortunate but you know it's fine yeah i'm in the same boat with the music too i'm just listening to like 
or when I do listen to music, it's just music I've heard before and that I love already. <laughs> it's yeah. like nothing new. Um, that, like, I don't know why to write home about. I just like it's like the comforting feeling I think, and like a lot of times new music is almost like not a burden, but it's almost like work it's essentially because like, a, Cause, like, like a you task. Gotta, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a task. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like the last new album I listened to was Logics, which is actually pretty good. And it's actually kind of crazy he's retiring because, like, I, I it's not that I look forward to his music. It's, like, something that, like, oh, I could listen to that kind of a thing. So it's kind of weird yeah. to not have that anymore. And his music is, is fine. Like, it's easy to listen to rap. And the way he raps is different from the usual. So it's kind of cool to listen to. So I know. It's interesting to hear that he's retiring and that he actually, like, announced that to the world. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see if he does actually retire, if he comes back or whatever. That is true. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the newest album I've listened to. Yeah, I trying to f- trying to think about what the last full album I listened to was, and I I can't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, what have you been listening to then? That's not new. Like, what have you been um, falling back into? I've been listening to a lot of Ghibli music. <laughs> Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli, yeah. Really? I just I put that on while I'm doing some work, and it's it just kind of like I love those movies so much, so I kind of like remember like when the music happens during which scene. So I'm kind of like loosely watching the movie at the same time. Um, but yeah, I I love the music. Joe Hisaishi is like a genius, um, and I just so super easy to listen to. Yeah, I'm listening to music that has no lyrics because it's like non-committal you know it's like i don't need to think or feel anything i just want some easy listening yeah those soundtracks are dope though like that's a good pick <laughs> if you're falling back into those are good picks to like just listen to and like while you're working and not have to like figure out or like actually actually listen to lyrics and stuff like that yeah. so it's cool um and i don't want to like pick a playlist you know there's like also that's also a whole thing it's like i don't know what i want to <laughs> listen to what genre all these decisions yeah um how you've been with like watching movies and stuff i know like you like recently <laughs> told me that you're like burnt out on like watching these things so like yeah it's almost even harder to get these episodes like regular episodes oh out because like i don't it know if you were ready to like watch I anything or talk about one anything time. <laughs> it's, oh, oh one God. time i thought it was like it, that's how you're feeling at the moment i didn't know like i'm just trying know, to make I'm sure you're fine <laughs> sorry thanks for asking yeah that was like uh it might have been last last week and maybe half of the week before i had been feeling like i think i don't know i think maybe prior to that i was just consuming so much um and i like finally like reached like a limit and like i think i got like kind of overwhelmed um i think that was kind of around the same time i started like making more stuff and so i like don't think i had like even the energy to absorb anything because i was like putting so much out um and then I had like a like a whole like small week where I like just like didn't didn't consume anything and I didn't do anything. Um, but I'm back on the grind and I started watching a new show. <laughs> oh, what show did you start watching? I started watching Dark. Have you? Oh, heard of it? I heard of it. I always hear things yeah. about it. It is another crazy like time, not necessarily a loop, but a time loop time travel story um it is set in germany it is a german show it actually came out three years ago um the cast is all excellent everyone is an amazing actor 
the story is like bananas but that's always what happens with like time loop stories it's just like so crazy um and at one point i like it was just it just got so crazy for me that i like could not sleep one night and i like kept thinking about it (laughs) i was like trying to put things together in my head i was like oh my god like this connects with this blah 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 it's very intricate and complex and well written um there's three seasons i finished the first season um i kind of don't want to watch the rest because it was so (laughs) draining but it was really good yeah i've only heard good things about it and i know like i've seen articles too of like people pushing this like show really hard yeah um i think like sophia's mom watches it she's like you guys gotta watch it. you guys gotta watch it. it's really good <laughs> she watches it yeah it's crazy and then like i like I was like, oh, maybe we should uh, but like it's it's those type of shows that like i'm sure it needs a lot of attention and needs like a lot of energy to consume oh totally like yeah you can't zone out in this show it's like it's not a show you would want to anyways like it it like catches your attention and like keeps you in it too because you want to figure out like the mystery that's unfolding and you want to figure out like all these how these things connect and all this stuff um it's just crazy you know and it gets you thinking about your existence a little bit so uh, that's kind of like another element to that it's like you know what if (laughs) (laughs) what if we're we're not not all real yeah what if we're all just a simulation (laughs) <laughs> i actually just started um community which is really fun i really like that Whoa. show it's a really good show yeah it's really funny like uh, like the thing i love about it is like a lot of the episodes like reference pop culture to the like maximum extent like they'd sort of dedicate these episodes that like have these tropes in it like they have like a quote-unquote zombie episode they have like an action episode like a western oh. episode a star wars episode like it's cool to see like those kind of things like the things that i love manu- manifested in this show and like and it's a good cast too they're all really funny and like the jokes are really funny so it's like an easier to watch show like it's something yeah. that I, I pay attention to but nothing that like exerts that much energy out of me <laughs> so it was like cool to watch that and see that that's cool casual viewing how many seasons are there there's like there's like five seasons on Netflix, and there's a sixth season on like Yahoo or something, what which is really fuck? random. Yeah, really random. Like I know like the community has been through like production hell as regards mm-hmm. to like who wants to like pick them up or whatever, yeah. and they also had like a bunch of cast changes and stuff like that. So it was interesting that like the fan base essentially like demanded these that season and yeah. funded that season essentially. So was, I guess it's cool to see that they had that sixth season. Um, I don't know the quality of it. Or no, I don't know the quality of the later seasons because I watched it yet, but we'll see. It's one of those shows that a lot of people have just highly recommended that I just never got around to. Um, kind of like The Good Place. Have you heard of The Good Place? I have not. What is The Good Place? What? Oh, The Good Place is uh, with Kristen Bell, isn't it? Yeah. And like I saw like an episode because one of my friends was watching it while we're at uh, Airbnb. Oh. But uh, it does look pretty interesting. It looks kind of uh, kind of goofy, but it looks pretty funny kind of goofy yeah it's one of those like comedies i think the the premise is that they're like I don't, are they in heaven I yeah don't, something they're, like that. they're in heaven and they need to like i think chris and bell is put there on accident like they got the same name <laughs> person which is her into heaven and she's not supposed to be there something like that That's, yeah something like that but yeah anyways one of those shows never got around to, but that's cool that you're watching Community. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely watch it. It's pretty good. Someday. 
<laughs> and this has been our quite heavy, actually, quite heavy, somewhat long episode of Quick Take. Uh, it's a lot of unloading as regards to like what we've been doing past the past few months, and also like me and Carmela don't talk as much before these episodes start, so it's a good time to like talk about and catch up and see how we're feeling and everything. So thank you for everyone that was that listened through this episode. We really appreciate it. This has been Watch It Sound. My name is Josh Andicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And you can follow me at Catmella O. And you could follow Watch It Sound on Instagram at Watch It Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and now Anchor. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care of yourselves. It's a weird time right now. And don't forget to keep on watching.